But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Hershey oh, squirts the hot lava. Mm. <laughs> 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 hey, you have Joe back there. I, I see. So. <laughs> Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Hey, everybody. Well, Melina Boswell here. Welcome to podcast number 29. <laughs> That's amazing. So I'm, I'm here today with my awesome, hot, sexy husband, Uh-oh. <laughs> Dave guess- Boswell. And We're not alone, honey. Oh, that's right. Okay. Clear the room. <laughs> Let's freak. Whoa. <laughs> Closing and, my and, eye. <laughs> I'm just trying to loosen things up a little here. Uh, and so anyway, today we in the studio, we also have with us Mr. Frank Luna Hello. Jr. Frank Luna Jr. Okay. All right. I'll take that. And uh, Mr. Joe Sanchez. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm glad you guys are here. You should see the looks. I wish everybody could see the looks on your faces right this moment. <laughs> with what on earth is Melina going to say next? I know. You Why just never I... know. Everybody's holding their breath. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Let's not loosen it up too much. Okay. <laughs> All right. We, we made it through that. All right. Well, here we are. I was opening, so that's what happens. <laughs> that's what... Me, you, might, you just put me on the spot. I'm going to. That's the way it goes. I'm going to do me. Mm-hmm. I'm Great. very, very thankful for you. <laughs> So we're here in the studio today. We've got, um, for the purposes of, of this podcast, we wanted to we wanted to be able to, to have a conversation with Joe, and Joe's working with Frank, and Frank's obviously been around for a long time in our club, and we go back, gosh, many, 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 many years now. Um, I don't know how many that is, but it's a lot. And um, obviously you've heard Frank and Kathy in the past on our, our podcast, or if you haven't, go back and... Their episode number... 16. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome. That's cool. So anyways, they, yeah, they, they've, they've been on here before and, and, um, going to, you know, a lot of the model that we have inside of our club is, is really, this is a really good example of, of just that where, you know, Melina and I are, you know, developing systems with the teams and all the different stuff that we have going on. And Frank, Frank and, you know, his group of people that, that he's been helping to, you know, come alongside him to be able to do more, get more real estate deals done and, and more accomplished. And, and Joe and his wife couldn't be here today, but Lily as well. We want to acknowledge her for obviously your better half. You should. Absolutely. Yeah. Lily's on a helicopter on the way to Catalina. So. Oh, got it. Work related. I hate her. Work related. <laughs> happy wife. Isn't that happy amazing? Life. Yeah. <laughs> in Catalina. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. Helicopter. Yes. That's awesome. Now I'm jealous. So Joe Joe came here a couple couple years ago and and came into the club and and um, maybe you can share with us. But you didn't have any experience in real estate, right? Absolutely none. None. Okay. I bought a, bought my personal home. That's as far as it goes. Okay. And um, what had you looking for real estate? What was going on in your life? Like, why did you find us? You know, I I've always had an entrepreneurship or entrepreneurs mindset but i didn't know how to bring it out um i was in the utility business uh 20 years Mm. close to 20 years and was let go you know your typical Uh, corporate hey you know what we're moving a different direction gotta let you go that's similar to the frank huh yeah 
That's exactly what happened. To me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got yeah. laid off two thousand nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so so I tried, you know, getting into real estate. I tried talking to people who were doing real, were, were in real estate, making a lot of money. You know, oh six, oh five, oh seven. You're making this much and blah blah blah. Right. And I tried to join those those people, but they were just about making the money, mm. and they were making a lot of it, and that didn't really resonate with me because for me it really what i didn't understand is i wasn't in it for the money mm-hmm. i never was i was making money mm-hmm. you know you had a good job yeah. the wife has a good job absolutely so mm-hmm. for years we were just making money so it wasn't like oh i need to make money because it was already there mm-hmm. for me it was something that was missing so i would get to these groups hang out with them look at them and then you know, fizzle out yeah. it, Oh, yeah, you made how much? Oh, cool. Now what? Yeah. Next. But what did you do? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where I came. That's where this place comes in. Mm-hmm. I came here. I'm like, well, it's another real estate group <laughs> until I met Dave. And right off the bat, Dave's like, I don't care if you're here. And I don't care if you stay. And and, and I'm like, wow, you know, he's not like selling me anything. He actually wants me to leave. (laughs) And then he found out I'm a Dodger fan. He wants to to leave. (laughs) He wants me to leave now. So it was a completely different feeling, uh, an aura, you know, about you guys. And that, you know, that was two years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and, and so to, um, explain maybe, or let me say disclaimer <laughs> here. It isn't that he wanted, um, Dave wants anybody to leave. Or Dodger um, fans. Or it's, yeah, I tolerate not, Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the reality is, is that we've just, over the years, we've become in, incredibly clear on who it is that we're looking for. Mm. And so we know that um, when you go to, um, you're looking at different opportunities, you're looking for different businesses, people are always trying to sell you something. Yeah. And right. the thing that I really... Um, I, that I've, I think we've come to really like buck the system in is we don't do that. Yeah. We are so the opposite of that. We don't like a lot of people I know like to sell the dream. Yeah. And that's, I think what we were taught, you know, to sell the dream. Yeah. And uh, we've just learned that we have no desire to sell the dream. The dream is already there. You know, our goal is to help people actually achieve and frankly help them um, understand what the dream is. Right, because people yeah. think that they're you know working for financial freedom or whatever, and well, I think I think Joe hit exactly that. Yeah, he was seeing people make money completely unfulfilled, unsatisfied, and it would fizzle out. Yes, and so it always does. You know, that's what we we talk about when people are chasing that that almighty dollar mm-hmm. and want to just be able to close a deal so they can make some money for today. That uh, in the end, then that's never going to create any real staying power. If you will, so you got to be attached to what it is that that you're looking to do, and it's got to be beyond you. Mm-hmm. So, you're yeah, when I when I say <laughs> when I say get out, I I mean for people like if they don't have that mindset mm-hmm. and they're not open to changing that mindset, <laughs> absolutely one hundred percent. Please do not join our club. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast and that is not you, <laughs> hang up now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, take your headphones out. Go on to something else. Absolutely, um, because no, we really are looking for people like. You know, like Joe was talking about, like 
where he's at. Hey, I want to find a, a bigger purpose. I want to find, you know, I, I, I do want to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But at the same time, I want to be attached to, you know, what is it that's really going to satisfy and fulfill me. And, um, you know, we, we don't have a club that's open to the, to just anybody with, right. you know, and we're not going to change the, the way we do things, um, to accommodate other people or to sell people, something or some dream or, or what have you, you know, when you join the club and you pay your dues, you, this is the culture that you're immersing yourself in. And and I, you know, I love is that Joe said exactly like it is. That was his reality when I was sitting there saying, look, I'm not going to sell you (laughs) anything. (laughs) This doesn't work for you. Don't come. Absolutely. See, and that's what, uh, that's where you've been to other, I've been to other seminars and everything they want to do is sell, sell, sell. You guys can blah, 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 this and this. And I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but when I came here, I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, and I'm looking at Lily and, and she's like, wow, this is completely different. This is like <laughs> awesome. It's amazing. So we were kind of literally sold on not being sold. <laughs> it was just an amazing situation. Right? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, it's different when I think when you're coming from your own office too, right? Because we have, you know, our own office and, and that kind of stuff. So it's not in, yes. you know, some hotel and you're yeah. there today and gone tomorrow. So there, yeah. there's a different vibe and a feel, especially when you, you know, anybody who walks in the club says it all the time. Like there's something different about this place. What yeah. What is, what, what's going on in here? And, uh, I get that. It's, it's so far outside the norm, you know? Well, not only is the office beautiful, but there's, there is definitely an energy that is, that is so real. It's palatable. Palatable. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Not pal- palatable. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And, and it's difficult to, you can't really articulate it because right. you feel it, right? It's yeah. a feeling. It's not, Absolutely it's not tangible. It. Yeah. It keeps you coming back. Mm. Well, given, given that, you guys, um, so Frank, you've kind of taken Joe and Lily and taken under your wing, if you will, and mm-hmm. kind of showing them the ropes and, and help coaching them along and so forth. And you guys have closed now with three, three deals so far. Yep. Three three deals so far. You just had a, a pretty good one out in is it Moreno, Moreno Valley. Valley. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Moreno Valley. So tell so how how'd that one come about for you? Like what was what was that like? Well I you know I teamed up with Daniel and Monique. So Lily, myself, Daniel and Monique, you know, we teamed up and Frank is of course is our mentor. So another another, another couple, couple that's relatively yes. new and Mm-hmm. Learning the ropes as well. Okay. And so we, we got together and was like, you know, let's 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 hang out. Let's see what we can do together. And we created a uh, mailer. Mm-hmm. And what we also did was we were creating a um, like an event for homeowners who are facing foreclosure. Mm. And through that mailer, there we got go. the call. Okay. And the rest just... The rest Frank did. <laughs> pretty, well, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. What happened from there, Frank? Uh, they contacted me, uh, Daniel and Joe, and said that they had a potential seller. And so um, it looked like it was going to be a, a huge uh, short sale. It was so over-encumbered. So uh, we connected with Molina and um, talked with, you know, what, what does this look like? Had the seller meet with them, found out what they ultimately wanted to do. And, you know, at the end of the day, the property was just completely uninhabitable it was it probably would have been red tagged if the city would have came in and saw the conditions absolutely so it was definitely uh, it was definitely time for the cells way past that um you know it it just comes to a point when you are not able to make your mortgage payment and you can't keep up any repairs and uh, so 
he was going to eventually go live with his daughter. Okay. So they needed to decide what they were going to do with the house and go through that process. So um, we initiated the short sale process, and it uh, turned out as a reverse mortgage mm. with just this huge mortgage amount in that area. And um, they took a discount from 500 plus down to 137.5. Holy cow. Yep. I, I knew the numbers were big. I didn't realize they were that big. Yeah, I, I, we were talking about that. Like, I don't even understand, frankly, how there was half a million dollars ever owed on that house. Should have. It's kind of bizarre. So it's it was like a reverse. It just it kept was on compounding and compounding yeah. and compounding. Yeah, like, interest was growing. Yeah, it was wow. just a. It was just a horrible situation. Yeah. Wow. So. All the way down to how much? One thirty-seven, one hundred thirty-seven thousand five hundred. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the bank. Bank ultimately took one thirty seven five. Yeah, well, yeah. I think their offer was at one thirty five, and the bank countered them at one thirty seven five. Got it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was really based on the condition of the property. It was, it was, you know, you know, really bad. N- yeah, really bad. Yeah, not even um, really working bathrooms. Yeah, like it, was, it, it seemed like it was getting worse from week to week. Yeah, it can. It was continuing to deteriorate. I got to that point where it, something needed to be done with the house before it got. Um, it was going to be a teardown. It was bad. Wow. Yes, oh, wow. that is correct. It was almost a teardown. So you guys go in and and do you decide to fix and flip it? Yep. I went in there and my contractor walked the property with me. We came up with a budget and uh, we stayed within that budget within 5%. Nice. Uh, like we should. And, Boom. Uh, <laughs> take, take note there, Joe. That doesn't always happen. <laughs> it doesn't always happen. Uh, but, yeah, it, was, it turned out to be a really good project. The house came out beautiful. Um, That's for sure. There was, yeah, there was a lot of work that we had to do to make sure um, that everything was done correctly. We, I mean, we took out all the walls. We got in there and did some um, termite, um, not ter- ter- pest control. <laughs> pest control. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, you should tell about the pests. <laughs> There's no, uh, I don't know. Our, uh, Give me out the Pied Piper out there. There's mice and rats running out everywhere. Out of the walls. Out of the walls, yeah. I hear conversation about, yeah, we have uh, dead rats and live ones, and they're coming out of the walls. Yeah. Literally coming out of the walls. I'm like, what, yeah. is there a concert? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we got in there, and uh, we completely re- remodeled everything. Everything's completely new. And, um, you know, just the homeowner got a completely new house really from where. And, you know, it was what's weird was it wasn't an old house. Mm. I mean, it was built in 1994. Some of these houses in this condition are, I would say, like from the 50s or 60s. Yes. Wow. But yes. it was it was from oh, far yeah. yeah. And he was, you know, the, the owner of the property was an, an, an older gentleman. His health was really beginning to fail. Mm. He was, um, he needed to live with his daughter. She needed to take care of him. So the, the timing was right for him, for sure. Probably stayed in the property maybe a little bit longer than he should have, you know, in terms of he just wasn't able to care for himself. So, um, it was, it was a real win-win for sure. What was the, what was the timeline like? How long did it take you guys to, um, when did you get dropped that mailer and first contact him, Joe? Uh, it was in March. Okay. And then from there we started the conversation with the homeowners. And then from there, I don't know exactly when the short sale process started. But mm-hmm. we actually closed in September. So you're talking six months? Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know when you actually gave him that mailer. Yeah, no, so. we had been working with mm-hmm. him for a couple of months before we... That's a, that's a great time frame, actually, with well, the amount yeah. of work that you well, had and, and short sale. And, well, mm-hmm. and I, I, the short sale was done actually very quickly. 
Uh, so, and, and when, when the owner and his daughter came in, I think it's important to, to note that uh, whenever we have a situation where we have an older homeowner that's in this kind of situation, it's important that, you know, we have a family member who's willing to take responsibility for, absolutely, make sure that the owner is left in a better position. And so the daughter and and the owner came in and met with me and uh, we looked at other alternatives Actually, first, we looked at, um, because the property actually, uh, the loan went into default. There was a notice of default because the property taxes had not been paid. Yeah. So I worked with them on, uh, you know, options like, hey, maybe we can, there is, there is programs out there that would help him pay his property taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, so after we walked through all the options with the daughter uh, and, and the homeowner, uh, they, I don't know, it probably wasn't very long after I met with them. I'm going to guess it was maybe about a month at the most that mm-hmm. the daughter called back and she looked at everything and said, you know, I, I do think it's best that I move in, move him in with me. Yeah. She was ready to have him move in with her. And so it was best to just sell the property. Gotcha. So, and I'm going to guess that was, I, I'm mm, June, July, something like that. Yeah. That's what I believe. Got it. So it was actually relatively quick by the time you guys actually got in there and got this place fixed up and sold and, so, I mean, everybody wants to know, of course, everybody listening. So, what was the payday? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't care about the payday, Joe, but we do care about the payday. Right, cause, absolutely. Because yeah. there is value in that. I mean, yeah. Of course. Uh, after all expenses and everything, we netted 51000 on that one. 51 grand. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good payday, huh? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was fun? Yes. Absolutely. So, and, and obviously, Daniel and Monique are not here. Now we're get their perspective as well. But obviously you guys came together, you, you, you worked together on that. So obviously however you, I mean, I know you have your own company now, Joe and, and, um, my, my home solutions group, my home solutions group. Yeah. So, you know, Joe's got his own entity now cause he's you know been involved in multiple, multiple deals and they're working on more stuff in their pipeline right now and so forth. But if, you know, you haven't gone, seen other real estate before and anybody who's listening to this, like what's, what's one takeaway you might give them something some words of wisdom or something that maybe you've learned over the last couple of years going through you know this whole process and like you know from zero to i mean you just got through a major rehab with multiple challenges with a reverse mortgage that (laughs) most people have looked at that and said this is impossible like how do you get a half million dollar mortgage down to 137 grand like how what maybe give us some words of wisdom lay it on us I know you're a Dodger fan, and it's a challenge, but... I know about that, but... (laughs) Well, you know, from what I've learned here, you just need to surround yourself with the right people. You have to have a a good team. Mm. And I think previously, you know, from different aspects of, you know, just going through life, a lot of people tend to uh, go alone. Mm. And that's where I think you have a problem. Because, you know, I know... Getting the homeowner was difficult, but, you know, finishing that project would have been un- impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, Frank came in and he took over where I had no idea what to do. Mm. And I probably had no idea what to do, like, maybe three weeks after we actually started talking to the homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be quite honest with you, you know. So that's what you need to I, – I think that's what people need to understand is that we need – help we mm. need team we need someone to come in and show us how to do it right mm. 
Yeah. You know, I was just thinking um, when I'm looking at you and, and I understand, like I was, I was just thinking in my head, is it kind of crazy to you to think about how much you've learned, like what you know now? And then if you look back at wow. yourself two years ago, just sit, sit on that for a minute. Like the amount yeah. of knowledge you have, I, I know it's, it's pretty substantial. I, I'm, I, I'm a loss for words. Yeah. When I came here, I, I, I knew it all. <laughs> you know, I knew it all. <laughs> and, and like now I think <laughs> I've regressed. <laughs> I don't know anything. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. He's enlightened. I, yeah, like, hallelujah. From, from, from back then to now, it's like now I, I have, uh, it's, it's just a complete different, completely different feeling for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I was just thinking. That's great. Yeah, it is great. And I, I think that happens a lot to um, our club members and to our students. I don't think they realize sometimes how much they've learned and what they know now. Yeah. And, I, and I've like had conversations with people and, you know, I don't know we've had situations where um, somebody got stuck. They were like, how, you know, how come that person, how did that even happen? How come they didn't just, you know, fix this, this and that? And I, and I, I re- remember what you know. Like you have an arsenal of information now that we just take for granted. We just, it's, it's sure. our language. It's what we do, but not everybody has access to all of the tools and the, and, and the arsenal really that we have yep. to be able to solve problems very, very quickly and seemingly yep. simple. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it's hard. If we, if we could somehow, I guess, you know, create a, a, you know, a chronicle or something and some sort of journal where we could go back and, Remember some of the very the very questions that we get when Joe says, I'll throw Joe in the box with a lot of other people who come in saying, I know all this. Mm-hmm. You know? I, know? I mean, we hear it a lot. People go, oh, I, I know everything you're talking about. Everything you're talking about. I just need you to fund my deals. Yeah. just <laughs> Can you just write, write a check and, and do this? And we're like, no, that, you know, we're not. And we don't do that. Like, that's not who we are. We're, we're about creating those teams and those relationships and, you know, deploying our resources in areas that make the most sense for us and certainly writing a check for some stranger that knows everything who's sitting there broke um, is not on the top of my list of things to do. And, um, but it is, it is great that you have the perspective of, I knew everything back then, mm-hmm. right? I knew everything. And I was just coming here because I just needed a team because I knew everything. Mm-hmm. But now realizing, wow, I didn't really know everything. And look at all the things I didn't know that Frank just took care of. Right. And yep. You know, you take for granted. There's there's a lot of that that goes on. Um, I've actually had students say, "Oh my gosh, can you know? Can you slow down and and tell me about this and tell me about this and tell me about this?" And I'm, and, and I don't even realize that I'm doing it. Right. You know, I yeah. don't even realize that I've already thought ten steps ahead because yes. I've already done this so many times that I I'm like, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, well, what about this? What about this?" Like, just yeah. a couple that I won't mention their yeah. names. They're not here right yeah. now, but. You know, a couple of deals that we're working on right now with some students that are doing their very first, some girls, by the way, who are doing their very first fix and flip. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they get down to the That's end of it. girls can flip houses too. <laughs> Turns out they can. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get them in here eventually. But, um, yeah, just all those little things that I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't, I don't even think about those anymore. Yes. And yes. Um, I think it's really good, really good that you, you recognize that, Joe. It's great. And um, I know. Good. I was just going to say, and for, for me, another thing that's really cool watching Joe's growth um, is that I know you've helped a lot of homeowners um, keep their homes, probably mm-hmm. more. Obviously, you've saved more homes than you've bought so far. Yep. But I know specifically you had one that you worked really hard on. 
um, and they got their loan modification. Mm-hmm. You helped them stay in their home. Yep. Would you share about that a little? Because I think that's important. Sure. Yeah, well, you know, I, we door knocked the home. The gentleman opened the door. And, of course, what do you want? <laughs> no, I'm just here. You know, we had a conversation. And he had told me, yeah, someone just came in 20 minutes ago from, you know, they gave me all the information you just gave me. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, okay, well, you know, I can help you fill out that paperwork that you're talking about. And you just kind of develop that, you know, I'm just here to help. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. And he gave me this look like, okay, well, give me your card. I'll call you in a couple of days because the paperwork's coming in a couple of days. And I said, sure, here's my information. Call me. A couple of days later, he called me. Mm-hmm. And so that started, you know, the, the whole process. And it took a few months mm-hmm. to finally get him through. And we were able to get a modification. I, I was uh, shocked <laughs> with him that he got the... Uh, modification (laughs) but you know i learned so much in that process that and those are the kind of things that bring me joy Mm -hmm. because if you you met the you met the couple Mm -hmm. you know they're the sweetest couple and this was putting a real huge strain on their relationship and they've been together for years Mm -hmm. you know 30 years yes so disclaimer here did did you get paid for that no i got paid but it wasn't a monetary Mm. <laughs> Absolutely wasn't monetary, yeah. yeah. Priceless? It's priceless, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's funny because I think it was maybe in one of the last couple of um, podcasts we were talking about that, how, you know, I challenge people when they walk in the door, you know, are you willing to help a homeowner and uh, not get paid? Mm. And everybody says, yes, yes. And then I always tell them, oh, but really, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get the opportunity for reals. And so, you know. I say that jokingly, but uh, it, it is true, isn't it? But, you know, you do get paid. Yeah. You, you yeah. really do get paid. Yeah. It's just how do you see that payment? Is mm-hmm. it going to be monetary, mm-hmm. cash? Mm-hmm. No, it, it's something that you get. You get something back. It's, it's, I'm giving something to someone, but they're giving it back to me as well. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, we're still friends now. The, 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 <laughs> you know, you know we're, we're on Facebook friends and stuff <laughs> like that. And I'll text them, how is it going? Oh, how are you doing? And that's it. You know, it's, it's, that's awesome. So you're Facebook official. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. And, and it really is a good, good point. I think with saying you, you do get paid for it. Cause there is a, there is a sense of, and a feeling of accomplishment and I did something to help somebody else out. And to say that you don't get something from that, it, it's, it's not true. Cause we do. I mean, otherwise you wouldn't do it. I mean, honey, I don't know how many hundreds upon hundreds of homeowners that you have helped over the years. I mean, I would hate to say thousands because I don't know for sure, but it has literally been hundreds upon hundreds that have been through our office where it's literally been just that, um, Mm -hmm. working for no money Mm -hmm. um, and helping them save their house and putting them in a better spot. and. I know there'd be no way for you to do that if there wasn't some satisfaction and fulfillment and, you know, um, something that's that's filling you up to be able to do that. Cause oh, yeah. That's why I always impossible. say I don't believe there's anything truly altruistic. Right. All, you know, because the truth is when you when you serve the 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 payoff is the reward is is really priceless, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I tell everybody I. You know, you won't ever work for financial freedom. You won't stay in this business for financial freedom. Right. You won't, right? You won't. No. 
So I think it's, I think it's, you have such a cool story, Joe, because it's like you started out when you came to us, um, financially very stable. Um, I I would say even more than comfortable. Mm -hmm. I might even say fat (laughs) and, um, you know, by some standards for sure. And, you know, you were looking for something that could, that would bring actually meaning and purpose, Mm -hmm. you know, and interestingly, you lose your job. Mm-hmm. So then, and this is the funniest thing, right? Then all of a sudden money su- suddenly, you know, maybe your business does need to make money and that puts you in a new, you know, perspective. And, um, I was, I want to give you kudos for, for, I, I never saw a change in you. And I can honestly say that I, I never saw, um, you operating from a space of scarcity. Um, when I saw you working with homeowners, because I know you lost your job and you still helped somebody save their home. And I know that with the relationship you built with them, you could have, you know, you built credibility and you could have done pretty much whatever you wanted to. So I'm compliment you on that and give you, give you kudos for that. It's impressive. Yeah. Would you agree with that, Frank? 100%. Yeah. Just in the conversation and working with them and, you know, that's how you train us is to serve um, first and let the money show up based off of all these interactions with homeowners, the um, the opportunity to purchase homes will present themselves when when that's the right thing to do and it serves the homeowner. So, um, just that business model, it, it just feeds itself. You know, referrals, um, just you know, people wanting to work with you and being able to be out there, and then getting really um, grounded and um, in alignment with that message. And you know, homeowners, when we were talking to them, um, it's like, you know, what's the catch? You know, you're going to help me for free. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, well, um, there is there is no catch. I mean, I, I know I'm out there. I couldn't be out there if I wasn't buying and flipping houses that do right. that do need to be bought. I, I, right. I couldn't continue to do this. But that opportunity presents itself enough. So um, by going out there and serving and being completely in alignment with that message, which you teach us, it it you know the homeowners are blown away, and they can see the the genuineness because we're we're trained that way. And, you know, from my own perspective, just knowing people having family members that have gone through the foreclosure mm-hmm. process and, you know, fought with the banks, um, you know, I can really identify with those homeowners. So your train is right on or it's spot on with my heart and what I want to do to serve them. Just, you know, being in that situation with people that I know and love that are in my family. So um, it's it's for me. It's the only way to do any kind of business, you know, whether it's real estate or whatever you're doing, that mm. you should be operating from a place of how you can most um, best serve that individual with whatever situation. And um, I just thank you for that. Mm. Yes, thank you. Mm. That's awesome. Well, it starts with you, honey, because you do a great job in everything that we do. And, and the message has been consistent for the last decade. And, um, you know, what was, what was once a theory... Right. Mm. This idea of we could build this and put all this stuff together and, and here we are and the hypothesis has proven itself real that, you know, there are people like Frank and Joe and others amongst the club that really can take take what uh what you've trained them and go out there, serve homeowners and make a really good living at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that it's lunchtime. <laughs> Amen. Because I don't know whose whose stomach that is. I'm hearing, but it's 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 one of them, and uh, <laughs> so it is that time. So I appreciate you guys coming yes. out today. Thanks yes. for sharing with us. Look forward to having more stories of that. Eventually, we'll um, 
We'll get you to break a hundred and and stop being a Dodgers fan. Oh wow! And, um, you said you weren't. You, I thought and no a Broncos sports, fan. Oh, oh, oh there it is. Rams are here. We'll, we'll we said we were not going to talk about, about sports. The other stuff. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, break yeah. the hundred, but I don't know about the other stuff. All right. Well, let's get some lunch and play <laughs> yeah. some golf. We're All flipping right, off go. and flipping out and flipping up and <laughs> flipping under. Oh, <laughs> flipping under. There you go. Yeah, under a right, hundred. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>